that Harlem night. Gonna turn it up, please. Them Harlem nights. Gonna turn it up, please. I done fell in love with. Gonna turn it up, please. Them Harlem nights. Party at the bodega. It's your man, Benz Forever, thinking out loud. How's everybody doing out there today? I hope everybody's doing well. Yes, sir. Salute. What's up? What's up? That's that New York thing. All right. A victim from the Barnes and Nobles, a sniffer. Somebody sniff, somebody snatch at the Barnes and Nobles. All right. Uh, the victim blasted a repeated catch and release. He is unfit for society. Following yet another arrest for Barnes and Noble's sniffer and career sex predator, Khalees Crowder, one of his victims, his name is Callis or Khalees, something like that. Khalees Crowder, one of his victims, is demanding that Los Angeles authorities take the per perverted prowler more seriously. He's a pervert. I'm relieved that he was arrested again, but I unfortunately don't have high expectations with him being kept there for long, said Mashila or Michella Witter, one of at least two women who caught Crowder on video sneaking up behind them in the Burbank bookstore. She was right. He walked out of jail again Friday with Los Angeles County District Attorney George Gasson or Gasson office telling news sources they did not have enough evidence to prosecute him or prosecute his latest uh, alleged crime, failing to register as a sex offender. After Ritter posted about her encounter on TikTok, the video went viral, and she said at least 20 other women reached out to her with similar stories. I've talked with others who were affected by Khalees Crowder, Mr. Khalees Crowder, who suffered from PTSD because of, because of him. I've talked with others who were affected by Khalees Crowder, who suffered from PTSD because of him. Don't feel safe going out because of him. And I want to know why the justice system isn't taking this as seriously as it is. Uh, the repeat offender has been in and out of police custody since at least 2005, records show. He served time in state prison on burglary and robbery charges and on Tuesday pleaded no contest to peeping and prowling. He was freed from custody hours later despite a 60-day jail sentence under California's law. He was arrested Friday after allegedly peeping into a family's house where there were children inside. August 6th, he was also released earlier this year partway through a one-year jail sentence for incidents exposure in Santa Clarita. All right, this has been happening for over 13 years, so they either need to get him serious help by keeping him in a facility that will do that or keeping him in jail He can't, so he won't harm anybody, uh, Mrs. Witter says. Crowder Thursday was arrested a day after news sources revealed his name did not appear on the state registry. All right, this time jail records show he was held on a $20,000 bond, but only briefly before Garçon's office declined to pursue the failure to register the charge. 
to register to the the charge. Um, another TikTok user, the handle at Arto Arto Fee, the reality. Uh, I guess so. Arto Arto Fee, the reality posted on the video in which she turned around and confronted a man identified as Crowder. She found Crouch behind her at the Burbank Barnes and Noble that she said she recorded in March. This is real, this is real what? Fucked up to us girls that go through this and needs to be taken seriously, she wrote in the caption. I'm just trying to reiterate what she wrote. But she's on. Um, she not even like, she look like she from Asia somewhere. I'm not sure. Uh, she's Asian. I'm looking at the picture of the um, TikToker girl that was complaining about Mr. Crowder sniffing snatches in the goddamn bookstore and shit. So, as of Sunday, Crowder had not been charged in the bookstore incidents. Glendale police, who have repeatedly arrested Crowder over the years, only to see the criminal justice system put him back on the streets, did not immediately respond to a request for comment. The Glendale Police um, Department, they are still asking anyone with information on Crowder's potential misdeeds to contact them. Um, Glendale Police Department arrested Crowder yesterday on a misdemeanor charge of failing to register pursuant to Penal Code Section 290. The statement continued after careful review of the evidence, the office was unable to file any charges due to insufficient evidence as to notice requirement. Gasson also said his office has been made aware of a viral video of Crowder at the Barnes and Nobles in Burbank. This incident is being investigated by the Burbank Police Department. No, no case has been presented to the Los Angeles County District Attorney's Office related to that incident, he stated. There are no other cases against Crowder pending review with the office. All right. So she was tripping about that. That's like updates. I don't even think I did a segment on this yet. The um, I know about it because it's all over social media because I've seen it, but I keep forgetting to report about it. It's so much news. It's news everywhere. It's something always going on, all right? I be going, and, and look, look, pay attention now. There's like news in Europe. Like there's this one lady. She's known as the infant killer. She just got caught a couple of days ago. She, I think she got like... She was arrested like a couple of days ago. Um, um, this is new news. And she's a nurse at a hospital. She doggone inject something to the newborn. The baby just got out the womb and then the uh, incubator or whatever and stuff like that. And she injects something to the baby, killing them and stuff, fatally killing the uh, infant children. She killed, I think, nine victims and stuff, all right? That's Europe. You see what I'm saying? I'm only saying that to tell you this because don't act like, oh, I'm only going on the United States news feed to look for news or what's going on in America. I go through all of the news feeds worldwide, all right? Like, how do you think that I know all about the typhoons that approach uh, the northern Philippines and uh, Taiwan and... Um, the the typhoons is hurricanes, in other words. Uh, how I know about um, South Korea getting hit 
with the goddamn, there was a typhoon heading their way. I know about, I go through all of the news feeds, the worldwide, Australia, everywhere, bro. I go through everything. And then I'm just showing you how crazy America is. America got the most stories. They got all types. You see, I'm talking about the guy that goes to the damn bookstores and sniffing or, or creeping under them or trying to look at their butts and stuff like that, which is a, a, a crazy-ass thing to be doing. Um, it's stupid. It's like crazy creepy and shit. Like, you can't be doing that shit. That's a fucking... You're insane or something. Something ain't right with you. You can't do that to females and stuff. Of course. You see what I'm saying? But I'm showing you how fucked up American society is. I mean, I'm just, this is like a major podcast expose on American society, bro. Like, I'm showing you what the fuck going on just by you listening to me reading these many different articles and stuff. And I reread them, I reread them again for transparency. Excuse me. For transparency, I just reread it, I, I reiterate and I read it twice. You know, because the first time I probably stumble a little bit too much. Technically, I'm supposed to read it before I hit the record button. But I just read it real quick because I got to get this podcast up and going. You know, so I can't waste no time or I can't burn any time. I got to hit record right away. Maybe in the future, in the near future, I can see I don't have to do that no more. I could just like go through the goddamn paragraph and then hit the record and then tell you what's going on and stuff like that. But I don't care. I'm going to tell you what's up. Sometimes when I read it the first initial time, I done got through the whole paragraph with no mistakes. I read it like a professional. Sometimes that do happen and stuff. But sometimes, even if I read it like a professional, I got to read it two times because the story is compelling. It's interesting. Like, people want to listen again and try to get the facts clear. So I got to read it again. This is something that I learned from media camp. All right? So, anyway, we're going to keep it moving. All right? The... the we already talked about the women blasting the um, legislators in the, um, the district attorney's office for not uh, getting this repeat offender that keeps sniffing people's um, crotches and stuff. But we're going to go jump on to other news. All right. Let me see. All right. A preseason game, 49ers fans got into a brawl at a preseason game in front of several children. And anyway, uh, ever since school been starting, I've been looking at the social media, like Instagram and TikTok, uh, all the social media feeds, uh, X, that used to be named Twitter. Like, I've been seeing a lot of school fights and, like, the police liaison have to get involved with the taser and shit. I done seen that. And then I seen other fights, like a uh, teacher, a male teacher got into a fight with another young male recipient. Um, this shit is crazy. It's, I've been seeing a little bit too many school fights ever since school started and stuff. Like, that's weird. A lot of brawls been coming out. Saturday in San Francisco, 49ers preseason game featured an ugly scene on the stands at Levy's Stadium. Numerous Niners, Niners fans had to be separated after a huge brawl during the game against the Denver Broncos. It's unclear what started the ruckus, but in the beginning of the video, at least three people can be seen throwing punches. 
from the looks of it, two fans, one wearing a Steve Young jersey, the other wearing a Jerry Rice jersey, were involved. Uh, at least three children had a front row seat for the fight. One fan was whisked away, but but that left the two others, the man in the Rice jersey and another in a white shirt throwing numerous haymakers. Damn, eventually... It was broken up by the security, but not before the men in the white shirt. The man in the white shirt came up bloody with his shirt ripped near the collar. A separate view of the beginning of the brawl seems to show a disagreement between the fan and the white shirt and the fan and the fan and the young jersey and the Steve Young jersey 49ers. Uh, everybody remember Steve Young. Uh, if you're my age, you're supposed to know that. Jerry Rice and them are superstars for the 49ers franchise. The 49ers won the game over the Broncos 21-20. All right? I'm trying to keep up with my football as well. I really is. But I got to focus on work and everything like that. And I got to do this. Like, this is my little side hustle right here and stuff. I'm not hustling nobody. I'm just giving you the truth. This is not no hustle. I'm not demanding, nor am I requesting to be on streaming services where I'll be like, yo, thanks thanks for the 999 on the Super Chat. I don't even request that. You know what I'm saying? If you feel like you want to donate, you could donate, but that's up to you. But really, I don't even care about that shit. And I won't even, I'm not even going to be like one of them other um podcasters or streamers or whatever you want to call it. Uh, I'm not even going to be like them. To, uh, thanks for the acknowledge you because you done sent me money on the super chat and stuff. I wouldn't even do that. Like, if the question you ask me is interesting and I need to air that bitch out, I'm going to say it. Even if you don't give me no money on Super Chat. But on on some real shit, I don't give a fuck about that shit. Like, if you want to donate, you donate. But it's, it's up to the person. I'm not finna play no games with you or, like, mind manipulation. But fuck them. I don't even want to talk about that because I'm not trying to be like nobody else. I, I just don't want, I just wouldn't request for Super Chat money. I just wouldn't do that. But the 49ers fans got into a brawl. It's been too many brawls. Let's see what else what we got next on this right here. Let me see. Fucking internet moving slow too. Or for, for some odd reason. I got to get that real money so I could buy that real good internet. You dig? I need that. All right. A brother is desperately seeking answers in a Netflix software engineer. Johannes Kiddens. Uh, August disappearance. Uh, as a 22-year-old 22 22 kid, he just recently graduated from Cornell University and was last seen getting into an Uber in front of his apartments in San Jose, California. So there's no me without Johannes. Yosef Kidden told news sources tearfully, he's my best friend in the world. That's his older brother. Uh, Yosef Kidden. Yosef's brother, 22-year-old Johannes Kidden, has been missing for almost a week. He was last seen on Monday, August 14th, 
2023 in San Jose, California. He's always been right by my side, Yosef said about the brother's closeness. Yosef is the eldest of three siblings. I'm a year and four months older than Johannes, he stated. Sarah's three years younger than me. Sarah's, who's that, their sister or something? Oh, yeah, okay. They got a sister named Sarah that's three years younger than them. Uh, their parents immigrate, em, immigrated to the United States from uh, Eritrea, but the siblings were born and raised in Rochester, New York. Yosef told news sources that he and his brother have always been extremely close. People have always confused us. Our names, our appearance, our mannerisms. He said, we were fortunate to study together, grow up together, and learn together. The two even went to the same colleges together, Cornell University, when he came in doing computer science. You know what I'm saying? That's a good course, by the way, before I move any further, that's a good um, study, a trade to take when you go to um, college and stuff. Computer science, it was, it'll probably save your life. You probably you could get a lot of jobs with that. Real talk. I got this. This is thinking out loud. This is what I do. Don't get mad, y'all. Don't get mad because I do it in a very finesse way. All right? So, straight up. But anyway, uh, it kind of piqued my interest my interest and made me a little competitive. So I started taking some classes and ended up really enjoying it, he recalled. Even though he's a year younger than me, I had the privilege of being his homework partner in our algorithms class. That's dope. Yosef told Dateline that Johannes has always been smart and that's something he said he's always admired. He was one of the best engineers out of his class at Cornell, Yosef stated. Very smart, bright individual. All right, I'm just giving y'all the, bi like the biography of these uh, young gentlemen. In May 2023, Johannes graduated from Cornell, Yosef said. His brother soon moved to San Jose to start a job at Netflix as a software engineer. He was super excited to start working at Netflix, Yosef stated. He was always talking about how wise and capable his co-workers were. And right, Johannes had only worked at Netflix for two weeks before he disappeared. Yosef, his older brother who lives in New York City, told news sources he last spoke to his brother on Sunday, August 13th. He had worked the next morning, but he walked, he, but we talked for an hour, excuse me, he recalled. He caught me up on a lot of stuff that was happening at work. The next day, Johannes va vanished, disappeared. Yosef told news sources that on Monday, August 14th, their sister was checking Johannes' location and noticed it changed somewhere around 8 p.m. She saw his phone location at the Golden State Bridge, which wasn't anything out of the ordinary. Yosef said, figured he could have been meeting a friend or like checking it out with maybe work people or something. The Golden Gate Bridge is more than an hour away from Johannes' ap apartment. Okay, it's, been, it's, it's an hour away from his apartment. So, okay, by the next morning, Tuesday, August 15th, when Johannes 
location still showed as being at the Golden State Gate Bridge. Uh, Yosef said his sister started to panic. She'd been calling, trying to see what he's doing. He never picked up. He recalled. She calls me, wakes me up before I start work. And we started calling his phone, calling his friends, trying to see where he could be. But no one heard from Johannes. Yosef said that they later saw that the location of Johannes' phone started moving. So they called it. Yosef said a stranger picked up and said he had found the phone and Johannes' wallet, including his cash card and ID at the Golden State, at the Golden Gate Bridge. I'm sorry, y'all. The Golden Gate Bridge. Welcome Center. He said he would help us get them back to Johannes, and so we focused our efforts on actually finding out where he was, he stated. Yosef told news sources that they called the San Jose Police Department to conduct a wellness check at his brother's apartment, but he wasn't there. He said officers then went to Johannes' job and found out he never showed up to work that Tuesday. This is where he started to really get a little scared, Yosef st stated. According to Yosef, investigators eventually found out that Johannes got into an Uber, a black Toyota sedan, on Monday night around 7.15 p.m. outside of his apartments on North 4th Street in, in San Jose. That was the last time he was reportedly seen. Yosef told news sources that as far as he knows, the Uber driver has not yet been identified. The family filed a missing persons report. The San Jose Police Department Media Relations Unit told news sources in an email that Johannes' case is an open missing, missing persons investigation that there are no updates to share at the moment. All right. The San Jose Police Department Media Relations Unit told news sources in an email that Johannes' case is an open missing persons investigation and there, there's no updates at this moment. Yosef said that on Tuesday afternoon, investigators notified his family that Johannes' backpack with his, with his backpack and his personal documents has been found as well. We're not exactly sure where, but we assume some proximity proximity to that bridge, to the Golden Gate Bridge, he stated. Yosef told news sources that on Tuesday night, his entire family flew from New York to the Bay Area. My family started hanging posters around San Francisco, around medical centers, youth shelters, homeless shelters, anywhere you might have looked for aid or respite. He stated, I walked around the bridge for hours. They found no sign of Johannes. Yosef told news sources that he won't give up looking for his brother. We're going to find him and we're going to bring him back home. He stated, we're not going to stop. We know our friends and family and the community is not going to stop as well. Johannes is five foot eight and about 150 pounds. So he's, he's, not, he's not that big of a dude. He was last seen wearing gray sweatpants, a black hoodie, and black shoes. All right, anyone with the information about Johannes' disappearance is 
asked to call the San Jose Police Department. Yeah, this is crazy, bro. So they've been he been missing. He just started the job. He just started the job um at Netflix. He's a software engineer. Just graduated from um Cornell University and he only been working there for about two weeks. So that's bad. I feel sorry for the family. And that shit is painful, nigga. Real shit. Like goddamn low. Like he jumped in the Uber. That's the last time he was seen. And his phone was found at the Golden Gate Bridge uh, in the San Francisco area. They said his wallet had a couple of dollars in there and his phone was at the entrance of the Golden State, the Golden Gate Bridge. Uh, I don't know, hopefully something, they come up with something to uh, the police department. That hopefully they came up they come up with some leads or something like that because they filed a missing persons report. You know, it's a sad story though. I'm thinking about that shit. I know the mother tripping because I seen I seen that in social media feeds and stuff like that. Um she was tripping. They come from another country, they migrated from another country, the parents, but the kids was born right here. They was born in New York City, you know. The kids love going to college. The two brothers were close to each other. The, even with study mates in college, which is super dope. You know what I'm saying? Um, this sounds like a promising young gentleman with a bright future ahead of him, and now he's missing. Uh, very fucked up story. Don't like doing these type of stories because this don't need to be happening, for real. He jumped in an Uber car and then he was missing. They haven't yet identified what Uber driver that he got into. They 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 even identified it yet. So that's another problem right there. They gotta figure that out. This is uh, major news right here, all right? Well, I'ma cut this um, sweet potato pie short and sweet. Yo, holla at me. Subscribe to my YouTube at Box Benji. I know I haven't been active on there, but I'm going to get active. I promise you it's inevitable. I'm going to have to be on the... It's just that I'm setting some stuff up. You see what I'm saying? It's one foot at a time with this podcast shit. You see what I'm saying? But I know exactly how I'm going to do my podcast and stuff. But I have to have some more equipment to get to get on the YouTube and stuff. I already know what I'm going to do. I got it all set up. I just got to... Get some money so I could go get me a doggone uh, some devices and stuff like that. But anyway, subscribe to my YouTube, which is Box Benji, B-O-X-B-E-N-J-I. And that's the same name that you could use to follow me on Instagram, Box Benji. And then you could go follow me on TikTok, which where I'm most active on. I'm always on the TikTok. So you can catch me on TikTok better than anything i have a snapchat but i don't remember the name of it so if you find my snapchat good for you because i got stuff on snapchat too as well so but i'm mostly active on tiktok which is underscore murder envy that is underscore m-u-r-d-e-r-e-n 
V as in Victor, I, I, Murder Envy, all right? Sorry that I chose that name back in the days. Your boy used to spit hot fire. But anyway, I'm going to holler at you later. This is Thinking Out Loud. Peace. Boy, the at the bodega. 